Hello, and welcome to KFAB, the podcast. A podcast about wrestling and fashion. But mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. And we have a special guest today, our very good friend, Xavier Styles. How's it going, guys? Hi. 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 Welcome. What's Hi. up, Hey, Hi. Hi. What's up? Yeah, check my levels. What's up, Mike? That sound good? All right, great. Great. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so we have, we decided to have Xavier on today because uh, he came to Professor Mike's birthday, <laughs> which as we all know was wrestling yeah, themed. In that and we watched, we watched yeah. wrestling. It wasn't, it wasn't we like were, he had like <laughs> banners or something. There, there were shirts. People yeah. wore shirts. Yeah. There were sh- yes, yeah. there, there were, were like you know the paper uh, plates that had wrestlers <laughs> on them. I wish honestly, be, they need I, to do that. I miss having Even, like really strong themes for parties. We should bring them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think that that'll probably circle back now that like everyone's like the tastemakers and like people making things are thirty. Yeah. They're yeah. like, but what about Blockbuster? Yeah, <laughs> like, stuff like that. Exactly. I actually had WWE plates at my previous birthday. Oh, you did? Like, oh yeah, yeah, I did. It was Not this uh, one. yeah. No, my my yes. previous girlfriend had uh, assorted for uh, we did karaoke and she like had like a whole back section that was like WWE balloons. And oh, like, that's oh so God. fun. Yeah, New, Day, New Day plates. <gasps> that was going to be my question. Yeah. Is who was it was on them. New Day. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it was super great. Yeah, she was a real one. Nice. Wow. That's, that's great. a good theme. Also. Yeah. Thank God New Day merchandise to plates. That oh, seems like a natural offshoot of Yeah, that's brand. really smart. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, uh, have the lunchbox and everything. Oh my god, it's amazing. Otherwise, yeah, Xavier, you're like such an in- intense wrestling fan <laughs> in a way that was shocking. So we met at a Christmas party yeah. for our shared manager. You guys, you know. Yes. <laughs> L- Hollywood stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, instantly got in a circle with Joey Cliff, who we also have to have on the show at some point, um, where we were all talking about, yeah, just like how I had been introduced to it. My writing partner like goes over to the cheese table and is like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about it for a while and yeah, Xavier's a really talented writer, wrestling fan, all that fun stuff. So yeah. hello, welcome. That's my understanding of you. Yeah, that seems about right and actually. Yeah, no, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, and occasionally he'll send me like links to things that are like references to things and then I have to Google them really fast and pretend like I know what he's talking about. Yep. So. Well, it's like the best thing ever because like it seems like our manager is like collecting wrestling fans because her husband's know, a wrestling husband, fan. Her husband like tags yeah, 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 yes. oh, So awesome. like it kind of like it was just but it was like interesting to meet Christina because one, she's like a female wrestling fan first mm-hmm. off. So yes. it's like you're already like a unicorn and you're just like... <laughs> Oh, okay, great. Like, you're getting into wrestling, and then it's like, yeah. you're getting into wrestling, and then, like, a new wrestling fan for, like, a wrestling fan. Yeah, you're, like, like the, opening up, like, oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. You've decided to also watch this insane thing? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. here are the best things um, I can, like, yeah. Swear to God, like, as a also a single female wrestling fan, this has really been a crowd-pleasing fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not why we're doing it, but, I've, like, every time they're always like, wait, like, you can see their brains break. And then come yes. back and be like, so you just like, what? what? I'm like, no, it's like, it's mainly about this and this. Anyway, this isn't after the thing. I just thought it was interesting to mention. Oh, like, yeah. You're not oh. the only one who's like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, it's because like, I feel like it's because I feel like if we're going to talk about Japanese wrestling, like for WWE specifically, it's problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's like super problematic. So yeah, like no. when we want to talk about that with you too. So. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. when you meet like a female wrestling fan, it, who's not like at PWG or yeah. at like a New yeah. Japan thing, who's like getting it through like the WWE thing, you're just like, oh, all right, yeah, let's yeah talk about it. Yeah, it'd be like meeting a like a female ludicrous fan from like the early 2000s. Where you're like, wait, you 
You like the all this all the songs you like? Yep. Or Candy Shop is your yeah. favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of who just spoke, you guys. Who was that? Who was that? Who yeah, was sorry. That voice? Uh, hello, my name is Mike. I'm a uh, I'm their producer. I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. Um, occasionally, they'll throw to me to sort of fill in the gaps in their knowledge. Although I will say, if we're talking Japanese wrestling, I might be a little out of my depth this week. Wow, this is exciting yeah. because it's it's none of our depth. I think. Wow. Except for you, no, 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 excited for you. no, 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 Themed, wow. and it was the most. So if you don't know what Aries is, that's what Aries. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my face the was mostest. like everywhere. Yeah. Like my face was like literally on walls, yeah. and like it was, it was a whole thing. Oh wow! But it's just like that one time though. Like like Aries, I just go hard on myself for like that period of the month of so March. So birthdays are like a big yeah. month. Well, it's your birthday. I think it's because you're like, it's the, almost the end of my birthday month. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw on Instagram stories like lots of stuff about your birthday month. Because <laughs> well, he, he was working out for his birthday. Yeah. I was. It I'm was a big part of it. I'm just calling you out on this podcast. I was, yeah. I love it. I had, I had to get that birthday bod together. So it's what got you into wrestling then? Um, what got me into wrestling? Uh, I am from St. Louis. Uh-huh. Uh, like one producer, Mike, actually. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and it's kind of like a wrestling city, just yeah. like combat sports, like boxing, like like actual like. Y'all Rico had Roman really wrestling. big couches that oh. you could wrestle on. Yeah, it's a very very <laughs> Mountain Dew carb heavy yeah. uh, sort of type of place. So like you just get into it the way that uh, everyone does. Where like it's just some kid at school is like, oh, you like you don't like the Rock, and I'm like I like the Rock, and then then you're yeah, then you're watching it. I mean, for me, it was like. Uh, I was a big Hardy Boys fan. That was like the thing for me was just watching like a crazy white boys jump off of stuff. That <laughs> there's, was just, like, there's so much in the best way possible. Yeah, it, it's so exciting. And then like whenever they would talk, you were like, they seem like pretty chill dudes. Like they seem like insane. Like they just like this. Darks, dark yeah. people. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, no. It was uh, Hardy Boys and Lita and nice. uh, Stone Cold for show and Shawn Michaels. Those were like the ones. That, like, cool. Nice. Uh, who's your current, who's your favorite wrestler though? In like currently right let's now, say, let's say through era, let's say like top, like how top five, yeah, oh, top five. Oh, that's easy. That's uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, number one, and then the rest are like out of order. But Stone Cold, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, uh, Kota Bushi, and I wish. I, I wish I could say the Hardy Boys is like one entity. You like, can. I mean, I do. They live on a compound. Yeah, it works. Right? Like, yeah. they, they make songs in trailer yeah. parks. Yeah, like. you saw me come up with the question. You can <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's my that's my top five for sure. Uh, so I don't know who wrote this question. Katie, did you write this? I did, of course. Oh my God. And I think you should ask it because it's the best question I've ever seen. All right. I'm if excited. you could be a wrestler, what would be your gimmick? And what would be your name? That's fun. That's actually really funny. Um, this is something that, uh, as a guy who's been a wrestling fan for forever, I've thought about constantly. Yes, good. Um, there's this one wrestler that used to be when I was a kid. He was Robert, Robert Marks, Rob Marks. Now okay. just Rob other wrestlers' gimmicks and use them <laughs> against them. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that's really funny. Thing. Rob Marks. And I'd be all like, 
Like, I, I was really into the pretty boy wrestlers, like the Shawn Michaels and the... I was big into the flexors, the, the, the <laughs> yep. real douchey, like, heel, like, in-your-face, like... I mean, like, Shawn Michaels' song would be, like, Sexy Boy, like, mm -hmm. that song. That's, that's song. one of his favorite... That's producer <laughs> wow. Mike's favorite song. Yeah, we made him sing it to us once. It's, like, it's so, uh, like, super masculine and misogynistic, but, like, that song is, like, homoerotic yep. on a level that's, like, what is going on here, and this baby oil, and there's a whole... Yeah. Women element. No, nah, I just I just love the flamboyant wrestlers. I was loving my shit. Cool. Thanks. Me too. They're my favorite, I think. Best costumes. Uh so morale about wrestling seems pretty low with the WWE right now. So but that aside, <laughs> what's making you excited about it? Um well, NXT exists. Yes. <laughs> um, that's always been like the saving grace because like I was the friend I suckered all my friends into getting into wrestling. Kind of like I I You're started the us. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I started the uh, I started the fire, you're which like you're Professor X. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Professor X. Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, or it could be like a Valve. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> you were gonna go down. I was gonna go down. And I was gonna go down the thing. Um, but you know, I got my, I tricked my friends, tricked is, no, I tricked my friends into getting into wrestling because uh -huh. I was getting into it and I needed people to go with me. Mm. And uh, my friends were already kind of like, they were like, oh yeah, I remember from being a kid, da, 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 whatever. Um, and I can't remember what we were at. What was the question you started? Oh, what's making you excited? Oh, sorry, about NXT. It. Yes. Okay, so I got my friends into it in a time where wrestling was like actually decent to watch, mm. kind of. Like it was like the shield was happening. And oh, like, yeah that was going on so it was like great and then there was like this just desolate period where like WWE was just like really hard to like watch not like it is now where it's like impossible to watch but yeah. <laughs> hard to watch and NXT takeovers were starting to like kind of yeah they became the, the indie popular kind yeah. of yeah the shiny thing yeah. that mm. was more progressive and yeah <laughs> I, I like to say like when it comes to like I can watch anything like I'm one of those people where like I can watch anything like no matter how terrible it is like, <laughs> like no matter what like just like a like a dumb like mark I'm a mark like I'll watch whatever so yeah. like sometimes like you want to appreciate WWE for like something where you can like tack onto it but like there are literal years where it's impossible to like anything. But for the first time ever, there's an entire, like, third thing that exists that mm. you can watch that's WWE that, like, you can enjoy all the time. Mm. Yeah. Like, weekly. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it was it was that. So it, so NXT is the, yeah. the exciting part of it. I, I literally hope no one gets called up at all. I hope everyone stays in NXT. <laughs> We've been enjoying NXT the most. I'd say, like, proportionately is probably the wrestlers we've talked about the most have been from NXT. I think yeah. that's probably true too, yeah. And then yeah. we saw TakeOver and I don't think I would want to see a, a regular WWE event. Yeah. Well, now that Alistair got called back, We did not watch the song. We don't watch that one. No. That one? We don't watch that one. We did not watch that one. No. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, thanks. Mm -mm. No, no, pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. You left yeah. Sammy at home with the women? <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, so much. Ooh, okay. We got a real, like, this is a heater to finish. Ooh. I like this one. It's good. If you had to assign each of us and producer Mike if you want. But definitely. But I think, yeah, a wrestling boyfriend. Who would you choose and why? And this can be based on anything. I'm get getting my notes it. app out so I can. Mike has a pen. Oh, oh my god. Because like we might cover them if we happen to. <sighs> Who do I see, Mike? Let's start with producer Mike. Yes, let's yes. start. With, I think that's fair. 
Wait, can I choose a male and a female wrestler? You, you can choose whatever you want. Choose we're very, yeah, we're open. Mm. I feel like Mike, he's like a PWG guy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Candice LeRae. <gasps> Yay! Yes. <laughs> he's, he's not collective guess. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. a good one. He high five. That's really yeah, good. Yeah, we just high five nice. right now. Crushed yeah. it. Yeah, that's a that's the alma mater life right there. All right. Shamanat, I get it. That's great. Oh yeah, they <laughs> went to the same high school. I love that. It's so weird. That's so that weird. is so strange. <laughs> Do you want to share that? <laughs> yeah, I think this is truly that's so lovely. Weird. Yeah. That's yeah. how I know. That's how that's how I know Candice LeRae's up is like. Well, yeah, it has that backyard wrestling. Mm-hmm. Great. Also, if it's not clear, we we both keep saying uh, the motto of the high school we both went to, which was Estovir, be a man. <laughs> really? Yes. What was it? Yes. It was an all boys. Yeah. It was an all boys school. Mm-hmm. All boys school. Estovir, be, be a man. In Latin. Oh yeah. It was on our patches and our little wow. emblems. Be a man. Mm-hmm. Ours was here's to the girls. Here's and it was an all girls yeah. private school. Here's to the girls. Yep. My, my, I went to public school. We didn't have a thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nothing at all. We yeah. barely even had a mascot. Oh, nice. oh, we did. It was the Highlanders. There was a man in a kilt. Oh, ours uh, was the wolves. Mm. Maybe that's why. There's that's no nice. good wolf. Ours was no. the bruisers, and it was a girl cow, with right? like bugs. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like a Mike's telling us, can you, so, all right, so now you have the three of us. Oh, yes. yes. Wrestling yes, yes, boyfriend yes. or girlfriend. Well, I know Christina is all about that Triple H life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I do know that Thank about you. her. That is That has wow. come up more than once, actually. I know, oh. I know where you're just like, that's a thing. Yep. That's like a definite thing. So uh, knowing what you know about wrestling, Maybe you can explain why Christina is so into Triple H. I can't. Like, right, like from an, from an observant like I'm like a, a, so a person looking on the outside in, I feel like he's like a boss. You know, like he's like really smart. Like it's such like a weird. I'm he's getting like, a compliment. You guys didn't expect. It. Yeah, like he's like actually like <laughs> the like most alpha alpha there could have been uh-huh. ever. Like even through like I mean big dick energy. Yeah, yeah. Hard We're talking, big like, that's energy. what I've been saying. I, I grew up like loving like Razor Ramon and like all these like macho gross mm-hmm. whatever dude dudes in I all of WWF history. Like but like Triple H is literally the king of them. Yeah. You wow. know, like so mine is a. T- Toxic man. Yeah, you. He seems like he smells better than the other ones. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I can see that. Okay, thanks, man. You know why? It's because he shaved his head and he doesn't have the long hair that he's Mm -hmm. constantly wetting Mm -hmm, down. mm -hmm. Yep, that real wrestler wet hair. I'm just spaghetti noodles. I would prefer it. Well, he would get the extra from after spitting it out. It would then, you know, it would re, you know, be reapplied. It seems like when I do finally cover him that his history will make me not like him but I just think that he is no I think whole... he's a really good guy no just, no whoa whoa yeah. whoa like as like problematic like WWF and WWE wrestlers go he's like the rating system of like, like problematic if, like, Vince is like like worse then like H is probably like like on a scale like he's like okay, if Vince is a 10 you give H like a 7 that's 5. so bad <laughs> I'll, I'll just throw out a name, and I feel like only you and the listeners will get it. Uh, Katie Thick. He yeah. did. He did do that. Yeah. He that's, did do that. I mean, oh here's, no. I'm, yeah, that's why I have to cover it. That's yeah. Yeah. Look at seven point nine. 
that only got you just way. moved you just bounced like, it up but, like, but not enough for like what... if you think about it like he's he's been so uh, integral to so many aspects of it for so long that mm. you would think that his hands would be dirtier yeah oh. that's fair <laughs> wow that's really <laughs> you're such a positive yeah person. you are he married into evil though <laughs> you know i mean you are such a positive oh have you guys person. talked about the the marriage of Triple H and Stephanie, like on Cape. Oh no, nope, we haven't no. really. We gotta, we gotta. We get have to cover it. it. We talked about doing a wedding special, which yeah. I think could encompass both the in-ring be, weddings. Though to celebrate or Katie's wedding. Weddings. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. The in-ring ones are funnier, but I, I have a feeling we could really get into. The oh no, they had an in-ring as well. They did. Oh my God, no. <laughs> They've had two in-rings, as I recall, right? Because like one of them was one of them was squashed. Did Kane? Then they had to come interrupt. back again to actually do the one where they actually got married. Oh did Kane God. interrupt? But it also it has to do with her being drugged and then like no. driven in a drive-through through a Las Vegas uh, marriage. Wow, you guys really have not. Uh, and you think that his hands could be dirty? Yeah, and you yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'll just give the full context. So she was in storyline gonna marry a wrestler named Test. Yes, oh, and, and Test, Test is Yeah, Test. his name was Test. Date rate as, e. as though you know, the thing you take. Anyways, uh <laughs> so <laughs> she's in the ring and it's like a lovely ceremony and then Triple H comes out and he's like Oh, you're about to get married to Stephanie. Uh, why don't we watch this video? And then it cuts to a video of them at a drive through chapel and uh <laughs> and Stephanie's passed out and so the the clerk uh is asking is like giving the vows and so he'll give his vows and when they ask stephanie he'll like turn yeah. and do what oh, a female no. voice yeah. like a like a puppeteery sort of uh, his daughter and then it oh vince mcmahon was there and so oh, then it cuts yeah, back uh oh man i don't even want to say <laughs> what he says when he comes back we'll just leave it there for research for later i will say no. it's better for you guys later to just have the initial shock no, of just the entire toss. Because do you, do you want me yeah. to tell you? Okay. Sure. I'm gonna go home. Okay, and read he about says, it. and I know what you're thinking, Vince. The question isn't did we, but how many times did we consummate the marriage? But how many times? And he does the suck it while he's oh. doing it. Oh. The implications are clear. Uh, uh, very well. That goes back to uh, I feel like the, the oh. uh, like Mike uh, has the same thing as me. Where like even as a kid, you go something seems. Off. <laughs> <laughs> Something seems. Yep. Uh, You're both good guys. Right. Yeah. I think that, that's very telling of also you guys' character. So yeah. thank you for noticing that. It's been. A, I will okay. say, as a as a black guy, it, WWF has made it very hard. Yeah. Uh, um, throughout the entire fandom. To, yeah. Uh, oh boy, what a troubled company. But that's <laughs> who you married me <laughs> off. <to>. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, dude! Yeah. I thought you held me in high regard. Well, right, I mean, no, well, he's an expert at weddings, really. If you think about it, <laughs> I kind of think he's like the is is Jamie Lannister of the yeah. Movie yes. with that yeah, yeah. That is a he starts bad. You and don't then... know anything about Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes, he does, though. He watched two episodes and he, he was who? quiet during. Yeah. Well, well, I think it's like a pretty. That's a pretty good movie. That's yeah. a pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Someone said that also like Game of Thrones cultural. is just Shrek. It's really funny. What a dead-on observation. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's really funny. Yeah. Who else? Oh. We're still stuck. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Triple H or Christina? You know what? I won't give you Triple H. No, please. I'll give you... No, you start it. This okay, is great. Okay, I'll give you this Triple H. It's fine. I know Sarah's about that, that flamboyant life, huh? Yes. That swag life. Mm. Ooh. Maybe, like, uh, 
Velveteen. Yeah, your hubby's into Velveteen. He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. And I love Velveteen Dream. That was actually he's like my my gateway wrestler probably oh, because yeah. a great my husband. Wrestler. Oh, I mean, I, it was like the the nicest introduction because my husband was watching um, WWE when he he was working from home right. and he started like watching all the stuff on Hulu and on the WWE app and. I was like, why are you getting into wrestling? And I was like, really not into him like watching wrestling again. And then he was like, I'm just gonna show you one person. And he showed me Velveteen Dream, and I was like, I love this. And that was like it. I was very easily it's just like swayed, an immediate, I guess, but... like you just get it. You're just like, this is oh. great. Whatever this is, like I'm yeah, totally perfect. down. Yeah. No, he's he's Watching so live very too good was character. amazing. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. No, Velveteen yeah. has it. I he remember seeing him on Tough Enough because mm -hmm. like that's oh, another yeah. piece of garbage <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I watch. Um, and he was on Tough Enough, and he was another one where you're just like, that kid over like all yeah. the others. Mandy Rose yeah. was in that same season too, it was pretty. We should table that though. The girlfriend talk, when like a girlfriend's about to realize that their guy's getting into wrestling again. Yeah. I feel, I feel for you. Yeah. Man. I, I feel, feel like that with a lot of sports. Like I <laughs> yeah. will literally talk about that with my fiance, I'd be like, you're not gonna get into football, are you? Like, <laughs> I'm from the South. All my family is obsessed with football. I'm not oh, going to pretend yeah. to like it. Yeah, but there's, like, I feel like in a boyfriend's mind, there is some, like, belief that we can trick you into liking wrestling faster because there's, like, characters and stuff. Oh, it's campy. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we're like, oh, no, you're going to like it if I, th That's these are Mike the reasons. That's what Mike did all three yeah. of us. We've been doing this for a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was very, it yeah. works. Yeah. I will send Honestly, him text like messages it. at midnight of, like, watching wrestling videos oh. now. And I'm like, who have I become? That's amazing. You yeah. guys have a wrestling group chat? She watches, yeah, like, yeah. Smoky Mountain Wrestling. <laughs> Smoky Mountain Wrestling? That should also help you pick her That's voice. Yeah. <laughs> <That's your laughs> Katie really loves. He's got to have a bunch of like gnarly. raccoon skins hanging oh. over his shoulders. Maybe like Terry Funk, maybe. Ra oh, raccoon skins. <laughs> like I'm obsessed with mankind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dang, who's a? I feel like one of the UK people would be good for you actually. Ooh, like, they have um, so many hairy very people. Large man. They have like a lot of bearded dudes and stuff in the UK. Oh no, no, the one, the, the one who, name. Trent Seven. I feel oh, like so you're like a twenty-seven. Yeah. Thank you. He's hairy, you know. Oh, like so he's much. got that. So hot. Yeah. Got that, you know. I, I recall him. Yeah. Mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. in a boyfriend bracket. He was. He yeah. did. He did pretty well. He did well. He's boyfriend. very Thank hot. Because yeah. well, like some wrestlers are built like Seth Rollins or whatever, yeah. and then there's like wrestlers who are built like dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. This was great. Wow, I love this. We should make every guest do this. Yeah, we should. I like it. Speaking of boyfriends. John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose, <laughs> had his first match outside of WWE, picking up the United States title from Juice Robinson, New Japan's Best of the Super Juniors Tournament. Okay. Oh, okay. <gasps> he debuted a new look. Yeah. How do we feel about it? Okay, yes. so no more jeans, which like I'm all in favor of because I'm on the record saying don't wrestle in jeans. <laughs> They're not athletic apparel. Mm. It's Chafing. been a, yeah, it's you been guys a recent the crush 90s. of mine. We did. You so guys like, missed the 90s. There's a lot of yeah, jeans we did. Play. There was a lot of jean love, uh, <laughs> I would say, that uh, occurred during that. that. I mean, out. Stone Cold Steve Austin, guys. That oh, was yeah. the prime of Bretman, Brett Hitman Hart, Canadian jeans. Yep. Oh, yeah. so that oh I know all about that. Also, that documentary was so depressing. Yeah, I yeah, know. That's a good one for sure. Yeah. Okay, so I love his new look because he has a barbed wire detailing on the bottom of his shorts. Oh, he does. And here's the thing, guys. I would wear those. I like They're them. They're cute. They're fun little <laughs> shorts. They are cute. I will say, though, 
I do miss the tank. I do. Because wow. something about that other... Really? It's his, it's his expression. That's why. Because we all like dirtbag Dean Ambrose for some I reason. will say, yeah. when he, he had one look that was like where he was wearing black jeans with the chain. Oh, yeah. I have no clue what happened to me, but oh, yeah, I was okay. so turned on by that. I was like, um, holy shit. My my friend Corey, I can't take... Uh, I can't take... Uh, what's that uh, credit credit for this at all but he said that like dean's initial gimmick is like paul rudd in wet hot american summer oh my god it is (laughs) which is him being like oh yeah Yeah, uh uh-huh that's so funny (laughs) yeah but also i think he's cooler because he's hilarious i mean paul rudd that was so funny but also i mean he still looks hot Mm. i'm gonna say it higher higher fade Dean yeah. Ambrose in, uh, mm-hmm. in Japan. I noticed that. Yeah. I was watching uh, last night or yesterday morning or whenever it was. Higher fade. Mm. Yeah. You know, going up top, a little more skinny. Absolutely, skin-heady, yeah. You know? It's also, though, because he's losing his hair. I think it fits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. You can really? tell it's pushing. Yeah, yeah. Because if he keeps his oh, hair yeah. long, it'll start looking weird. And especially if he's getting all sweaty, it'll be very clear how sparse it is. So I do think the higher fade is helpful. For <laughs> yeah, him. that's thinning out hardcore. It's thinning out. But also, he looks great. Um, I also love the expression on the left of the old He look. looks happy. Yeah. He just, no, he looks mischievous. <laughs> he does look happy. And, and if you watch, have you guys, did you guys watch the Dominion at all? Oh, no. no. Oh, you guys should. I know. There's um, so many things we should watch. It's so good. Um, well, it's because it's good. Um, uh, you can genuinely tell that John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, is living his best life right now. Yeah. Like, he is absolutely loving wrestling and being allowed to wrestle and being, like, super violent and... Because that's his thing. I mean, he yeah. doesn't have a nipple. And Japan loves it, too, which is really interesting, actually. Because, yeah. like, I guess we can get into it, too. But, like, yeah. the Japanese audience is, like, um, there's a lot more women in the audience by, like, a large margin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they kind of, like get into their characters like the Kotobushis and the Okadas and stuff but like Dean Ambrose or John Moxley is this interesting thing that we're seeing where it's like something about the American belt is becoming this sort of like American belt in Japan where like the like women and stuff like start like actually like screaming when he does his whole like like rock star thing really? when comes to, which is not normal for like even like a Japanese audience to like yeah. do huh. like it's very like you know like mm. whatever but like for something about John Moxley in the U.S. title right now. It's like this interesting American like wow. reaction. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I love that. Cool. It's like the like the pocky gets put away in the hot dogs and like Mountain Dew sort of. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, just like two things. One, he straight up bit Juice Robinson yes. in the face yes. during yes. the match. There's like a close-up of him like pulling skin away. Yes. And then two, he keeps cutting a promo where he's like, I speak the language of violence. It's oh, like insane. Yes. It's so oh, nice. Kyle kept yes. sending it to me yes. and I said, I don't want to watch this. He kept sending it to me. He's like, just watch the first couple seconds of it. Well, like, I'm gonna go watch that. I'm a, big, I'm a big conviction fan. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. my thing. And like, he's in it. Like, he's completely in it. He is. Oh like, my God. too much, which is why it scared me. No, it's I a good him. promo. I love, yeah, I like that too. I want to see the madness. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the photo. Madness. Oh no! Oh my god. Okay, oh, so WWE had another event in Saudi Arabia. Producer Mike doesn't support the event politically yeah, and thus either. doesn't like to call attention to it in any way. But everyone's talking about it. The next news item, so we will too. With this, di- with the disclaimer, KFAB does not support the WWE taking money from Saudi Arabia <laughs> to run what is ostensibly a massive propaganda effort for the next decade. Word. Thank yeah, you. dude. Good Thank job, you, producer, producer Mike. Mike. Yes. 
At the event, the WWE made two retired superstars, Goldberg and Undertaker, wrestle one last time. For the record, this is Undertaker's like fifth or sixth last time. And the match was a mess. Goldberg managed to bust his head open before he even got to the... Oh my gosh. No. Undertaker messed up a move, dropped Goldberg on his head. No, his busted head. Goldberg messed up a move, dropped The Undertaker on his neck. The match oh was so God. bad. The Undertaker looked visibly pissed off in the <gasps> ring. Peepaw. Uh, and Goldberg tweeted about how sorry he was after and claimed he was knocked out on his feet during the match. Um, Let me see if I can find this kid. So, consensus from the fans is that they don't want to see these old men wrestle anymore. Retire. But that got producer Mike thinking, how old is The Undertaker really? (laughs) Yes! Let's find out in a brand new game called... The game is called Older or Younger than The Undertaker. Oh no! It's gonna work. This makes me so happy! I'm gonna give you the name of a popular public figure and it's gonna be up to you to tell me whether or not they're older or younger than The Undertaker. Are oh you guys ready? Oh my god! Yes. Yes. yes! yes, because I even forgot how old The Undertaker Keep is. Keep off. Let's look it up. This is amazing. Okay, so we'll start with the two and a half men star, Charlie Sheen. Older. Oh. Younger. Younger? He is one year younger. Okay. Than Charlie Sheen? Yeah. The Undertaker wow. is younger than Charlie Sheen? Undertaker, one year younger. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's... <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, co- it's cocaine versus wrestling. Actress and the star of Friends, Lisa Kudrow. Oh, she's older than The Undertaker. She is one year older than The Undertaker. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. She's wow. older she, than you think she looks great. She does look Imagine great. Imagine if funny. women could be allowed to look like The Undertaker. Right? <laughs> I want to live in that society. Next up, we have action star Danny Trejo. Older. Younger. But I know Danny Trejo is like surprisingly old. He's, he's like I, 70, I'm going to say right? that he's Undertaker is younger than Danny. Maybe an old so looking at 40. Danny yeah. Trejo. How old is Danny Trejo? Danny Trejo is 21 years older. Okay. Okay. okay that's, that's I thought you were 21 years old. I was like, well, what? no, because Danny Trejo did time. So, like, yeah. I was like, maybe he had, like, yeah. just yeah. like an older looking. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Next up, we have The Crypt Keeper. The Crypt Keeper. Oh, wait, the character? Is that He's a wrestling younger. character that we just don't know about or yet? Like from Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, the Undertaker's from Tales from the Crypt. He's yeah. younger. Yeah, he, he has to be younger. Uh, yes, the, the show came out uh, in 1996, making him 21 years younger than The Undertaker. <laughs> oh my gosh. This game is incredible. Okay, next up we have SNL alum Molly Shannon. Oh, uh, oh my god, Alder? <laughs> uh, trick question, they're the same age. No! Oh my god! Shut up. We have hip hop and headphones producer Dr. Dre. Younger. He's older. Trick question. They're the same, same age. age. Oh, oh my age. gosh. Up wow. next, we have celebrity chef Bobby Flay. Oh, um, same age. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you know, they are the same Can we imagine age. him on Beat Bobby Flay? Would that not be the best thing ever? Okay, we have actress Marissa Tomei. She oh, has to be younger. younger. Trick question. They're the same age. Oh. What? What? You guys. I saw her last Ageless. night at the Tonys Did looking you? amazing. I've oh, seen her in person. She Lewis looks Tomei. that good. Oh, my gosh. She Tomei looks that good. good. We have the original okay. Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer. Older. Oh. Younger. She is seven years older. Yeah. Wow. She looks yeah. ungodly yeah. amazing, too. Just was holding it down. Uh, yeah. We have Senator Kamala Harris. Younger. Younger. Trick question. They're the same age. Oh, no. God. What? what a year. Denzel Washington. Older. Older. 
he's I, older than I'm you, so Jacob. Afraid. I don't know. Anything. I think he's Denzel's younger. Denzel's like sixty, I think. I think he's like one year younger. Denzel Washington, ten years older. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 Like don't crack them. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, wow. we have Law and Order SVU star Mariska Hargitay. Oh, uh, uh, same age. One year younger. Wow. Older. I'm sorry. One older? year older. Oh, wow. wow. I feel so like I don't. Re- I don't know anything about that. I don't either. That was a good reality wow. check. Yeah. No. Seriously. And that was older or younger than The Undertaker. <laughs> right. Wow. That was so good, was so good Mike. Wow. That was amazing. I love Mike. that game. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it was worth it talking about Saudi Arabia for that. Yeah, it was. So Honestly, worth it. we could play this game every time. And I, I think the demon yeah. powers is what threw me off of the age of The Undertaker during that game. Because oh. I kept being like, yeah, but like, if you look at him, I know. wearing makeup to look like a dead person mm-hmm. threw me yeah. off. But you got to look at the gift we, he chose. It's like yeah. a pretty good one. Were you not oh. focusing? No, I wasn't. Yeah. No, I wasn't. And also, Sorry. when you look at him in a tank top, yeah. <laughs> the low tank top. Yeah, he has very. I mean, he's got very low nipples. Oh. He does. And also, whose wedding was it that he was drinking three shots of whiskey at the same time? I think it was Ric Flair's wedding. Yeah. yeah. There's like a photo. Of me, like if you focus in, there's literally he's just holding like three shots of Crown or something. Oh. <laughs> Can we talk about Ric Flair's wedding? Have you guys seen the pictures of Ric Flair's wedding? Yes. Very All of them? Yes. <laughs> Very interesting guest list. I yeah. cannot stop looking at them. Yeah. All right, it. so uh, we want to talk a little bit about Matt Riddle. So we're going to talk about Goldberg versus Matt Riddle. <laughs> so in addition to putting on a really disappointing wrestling match, there was some real-life wrestling drama that took place backstage between oh, Matt Riddle real? and Goldberg. Yes. Oh. Uh, so do you want to tell us a little bit about... Matt Riddle before we get into this feud. Um, Matt Riddle is a former UFC fighter, um, mm-hmm. real, and he had a really great record actually. But um, he had some issues uh, when he was in UFC with some uh, 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 drug-related, uh, not being able to pass certain drug-related okay. tests for smoking. I don't know who your audience is. So I don't, I don't oh, know. you didn't oh, oh, yeah. yeah, no, no, like, yeah, high? no, no. He is a huge pro. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, no, he was smoking. A lot, and uh, he got caught, and it was basically he just didn't like UFC and all this. So then he had to do like a whole spiritual shift, and then he mm-hmm. found wrestling because he was a fan as a kid. And then apparently, they say that he took to it like Kurt Angle almost, mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like he just like something about professional wrestling just clicked for him to the point where like he was pretty good after like a year and a half, two years. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, no, Matt Riddle's amazing. He's also a type one diabetic, if people don't know that. Really? Yes, he is. Oh, wow. I know that. He's a fellow type one. So oh. him and Kyle O'Reilly, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, what else about Matt Riddle? Um, he has a great family. I don't know what else. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. Okay. Really no, but no, no. Matt Riddle's really great. But he's also a really good technical wrestler and okay. worker, and he's really known in like every locker room since PWG even as being like a very like like good dude. Oh yeah. Oh. And he's very outspoken. Okay. Very outspoken. So perfect setup. In 2017, Matt Riddle did an interview in Sporting News where he said this, Bill Goldberg can't wrestle. That's it. (laughs) He knows it. The fact that the guy is very bold and claims he does MMA training, and I know that's bullshit. (laughs) Then, in an interview for Fightful a few months later, when asked how long Goldberg would last in a match in a fight with Riddle, he said, 
maybe two minutes max. He does use steroids, and he does work out a lot. I take that into account. He's probably really strong, but then I take age into consideration. I take wear and tear into consideration. I take his football career and concussions into consideration. I think it's about two minutes before I choke him out. Wow. Wow. Okay, so then Bill Goldberg responded by blocking Matt Riddle (laughs) Riddle on Twitter, which is like the way to do now. So during his match against The Undertaker, Riddle, Riddle trolled basically the entire time and after the match was over posted, Goldberg, you lived up to the hype yet again. You are absolutely the worst wrestler in the business, bro. (laughs) And that post apparently has been uh, since deleted. (laughs) So he then went on to post, I love pro wrestling so much, and that's why I get mad at certain people because they're unsafe, dangerous, and a liability to everyone else. I've worked hard to get where I am, and this is only the beginning. P.S. Undertaker is a stallion and is a true legend. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a, I will say, wrestling Twitter can be pretty fun as of late. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. I love, is. yeah. Yeah, the Becky very, stuff, Becky, I've just enjoyed that. I love yeah. Becky's. Well, because for the first time, like, it's, it's like, actually, well, I mean, it's still not necessarily, like, looked upon as, like, a good thing for wrestlers to yeah. talk from, like, a non, like, kayfabe, whatever. To break that world, yeah. But now that Twitter exists, like, people want it so it's almost like the best way to like get over and like mm. it's like Matt, yeah. we were talking about Matt Riddle on Twitter and I was like why is Matt Riddle trending on Twitter right now for the Saudi thing and it's because he was talking shit wow so funny. that's very funny I think it's really interesting because that's like some we every single wrestler we talk about is injured in the worst ways possible <laughs> and some of it you're like okay this is that person doing this but also it's like yeah the hype and the craziness of it once again is so dangerous and when people think they're good wrestlers and they're just like old and need to fucking stop doing it like i mean let's let's bring up brock like can we talk brock lesnar like he needs to stop but it's also very funny that he felt he had to backpedal enough to like praise the undertaker like and I'm no expert in wrestling, which is why I talk on this podcast. But, like, The Undertaker doesn't look like he's exactly being, nope. like, light on his feet out there, too. No, but well, he's a legend. He's just saying, like, he's not making fun of it. He just doesn't want to be no. The Undertaker because The Undertaker is a legend. He's you know? a stallion in Matt Well, it's part. like, well, yeah. Undertaker's, like, a weird thing because, like, although the past ten years of them, like, kind of, like, Taking him out of his coffin and dusting him off, like literally his, propping him up. Like, like a we mirror. started at the worst <laughs> yeah, time yeah, to understand the Undertaker. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like, you, like for the past ten years of them dusting him off to like make money for like these weird pay per views or whatever. Yeah. Like, Undertaker has been one of the longest like. Uh, like running like workers in the business like being like an actual like safe yeah. worker that was his thing of like why his longevity is insane besides being like six foot ten was that like he was actually a really good worker at a point yeah. so if you're getting into wrestling now you're just like who is this person who keeps ruining every pay-per-view and like takes 20 minutes to come to get down to <laughs> yeah. the ring itself i love him and then also i mean backstage he's yeah. sort of like they <laughs> 
this is like such a rabbit hole we don't go down but there's a thing called wrestler court or there was yeah. where it was sort of like internal disputes like between court. between wrestlers for real yeah, yeah literally yes, yes. Wait. Where, yeah, like in high school. Roman Reigns was uh, head of the wrestling court kind of for a while like so it's like the Herald Commission the top guy is sort of the so yeah. it's sort of like he has enough respect like respect backstage to where if two wrestlers are fighting with each other for real They'll take it to the Undertaker, and the Undertaker is the one who settles this. Yes. This is real. That's real. This is a, this Mike, a real thing. why did you never tell me about this? <laughs> because I a... didn't want to explain Wrestler Court for 15 No, minutes. because Wrestler Court is, well, there's like a bunch of that. Like, because you got to remember, wrestling comes from like carnival people. Yeah. So like, there's this entire like intricate way that like the locker room is operated from huh. like a of a carnival and like it's like you let the carnies kind of run their thing like I know Mark Henry is kind of like the mayor of black wrestlers in WWE sort of things like he's like I'm shocked right now yeah no it's like this a real fascinating yeah this is like so I watch ro- reality shows cultures. so this is like my life so right here Goldberg oh, yeah. and Matt Riddle have to go to wrestler court <laughs> is he appealing to the judge here no. Is there a bailiff? I don't really. Or is I there don't. just a bailer? Who takes the notes? <laughs> that was a very good joke, Katie. Thank uh, you. Yes, it is thank a very good joke. Uh, so I don't know if it's so much a thing anymore, uh, but I do honestly feel like that's probably why he felt the need to shout out The Undertaker because respect is a big thing in the wrestling business, mm-hmm. so he didn't want to be like, I don't want to disrespect a legend like The Undertaker because mm-hmm. that's not good for my career. So yeah. The Undertaker is Judge Judy and everyone must be polite in Judy's courtroom. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm so Roman Reigns is the current <laughs> Well, no, he, he was. I don't know who it Did is Did he wear now. his vest when he would do it still? I'm assuming yes. But the everyone loves him. That makes choice. sense. I love I love hood sleeveless Roman. I think that that's the best Roman. Yeah. Like the 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 sleeveless but with the hood. Roman. Yeah, that's yep. very funny. I yeah. like any of them that doesn't have the small picture of himself. <laughs> yeah, that's doing. So the, yeah. yeah, it's like if he was doing anything funnier. I don't know. I'm gonna like have to look this up on. I'm gonna do a lot of research. I know. I'm gonna oh, know so much about this. <laughs> no, it's it's special Thank episode. you for introducing that. That's yes. great. Okay, so today Manami. we're talking about. Do you want to introduce? Yes, today we're talking about Manami Toyota, who is widely considered to be one of the greatest workers of wrestling history, male or female. Great. And you chose her. Why did you choose her? Well, I chose her. Because I mean, I sent I sent a few options. You but did send I, some. I, I, but I chose Manami. Like seven options. <laughs> <laughs> because it was like I don't know what you want to talk about. We can yeah, talk about anything. Yeah, um, totally. But like, it's always like interesting to get into Manami. Oh, uh, I chose Manami because uh, Japanese wrestling is interesting because of just how they run their promotions, how they structure their matches, their uh, attention to uh, detail and storytelling, like everything about Japanese wrestling is great, but in particular, especially when WWE is what it is right now, um, women's wrestling in Japan is like insane. It's like the top of the top. Like if you wanted to see how a match is supposed to be worked, or structured or how they put it together mm-hmm. you would watch like a Japanese like women's match mm-hmm. cool. I mean you can watch Japanese male matches but you know essentially you, yeah they're, they're that yeah. good I'm interested because normally when the reason why I don't choose Japanese wrestlers a lot is because there isn't much information on their kayfabe so is uh. there so like it's hard or it's harder for me to find I think yeah yeah and so it's interesting that you say their storytelling is different because 
I don't. I feel bad. Nah, I feel bad saying, but it's like I don't really have the time to watch all of the matches to like get the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, and I, I do exactly think it's more. Ex- it is accessible for our purposes. Well, it's like um, with US stuff. Right, so like when you think about storytelling, like all right, so uh, with uh, you could start with New Japan. That's just male wrestling, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, Stardom's still like the big promotion now. Like I mean, uh, Io Shirai, yeah. Kairi Zane. Yeah. Um, Asuka for a while were in Stardom. I think Ruby Riot actually was in Stardom for a little bit. Oh, really? Um, and Tony Storm uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Stardom's like a really good uh, women's one to get into because what happens is it's like you, you can kind of pick promotions based off of like who's good in them. Like with New Japan, if you watch almost any show of New Japan, you're almost guaranteed. It's like an NXT thing where you're almost guaranteed to see something that's like great to the mm-hmm. point where you almost don't need backstory because yeah. they're telling the story usually like in that match right there like you don't need to watch weeks and weeks of okay, like cool. terrible like and the weird we're promos. doing this yeah, and uh-huh. like this is why we're and we're gonna say this catchphrase over and over again it's like very much so like you get what's going on in the match because the announcers are aiding you with those things but like it's very like mano y mano like for instance um i don't one of those links I sent uh, to you guys was uh, Manami versus one of her rivals uh, for a hair versus hair match. Wait, it was so good. It's so good, right? But I watched the I've watched the hour long <laughs> wrestling match. Like I just had it on when I was working today, and I was like, "This is so good." Because it's essentially it's like, oh, what's the story? It's yeah. uh, two women who are at the top of their promotions, who are considered to be the best in the world, who respect each other, doing a hair versus hair match, and it's Japanese women, so your appearance matters. Mm. So the loss is like like a career loss. Yeah. Oh wow. You know cuz it's like that means that you will be looked at differently because yeah. your hair and it but then they go out there and they uh, kill each other and then you know at the end of it I mean they are so exhausted at the end there's a point where she starts running at the end and she's like slapping her legs to continue mm-hmm. to stand. Like it's wow. it was an hour and a half long match I think. Yeah. yeah. Some, God. It's a stretch. But, like, I mean, they're not all... All the Japan matches aren't the hour-longs, yeah. but you see in that match, like, as a as a person watching it, it's like, oh, this is, like, a story. Like, this is, like, a TV show or, like, right. a movie in the way of, like, this isn't just Carmella comes out with, like, her, like, does the moonwalk and, like, distracts somebody. It's, yeah. like... And that shit's stupid. Yeah. I'm talking about... Like Kane burning down the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's what I want. The really, the really, like, good, deep stories where, like, Kane comes out from under the ring and. Yes. Yeah. Or, yes. uh, you know, an, an 89 year old woman gives birth to a hand. Like, those oh, are the things yeah, that yeah, I like. Yeah, those are some good things. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That's it, but that's a different way of looking at storytelling. Yeah. I like that a lot. Thank yeah. you. That's cool. It's, it's, it's more uh, incorporated into the match itself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, cool. Uh, like we'll, we'll start talking with Manami with a lot of her matches with the end storytelling. Like, uh, um, like a, one of my favorite matches that got me into Japanese wrestling because my friend like told me like, oh, you should watch this or whatever. Was the the first match I literally watched was uh, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi mm-hmm. for DDT. Yeah. Which is a match that is just a spectacular feat to watch because it's like athleticism and like they almost die and like Kota gets banned from that arena afterwards for the spots that he does in it or whatever but like it's also about two male wrestlers falling in love because it's also the first time that Kota has ever Kota or Kenny ever cried after a match which is how they knew that they were supposed to be together Uh uh-huh like that's how the whole Golden Lovers have. I've been saving like, the Golden it. Lovers, but I think I really need to. Like, I know. Well, we've talked about, about well, it a little bit. Code is yeah. in the top five, so yeah. I've 
the Golden Lovers is. Yeah. We need to do we need to do a whole episode on that, I think. Well, yeah, y'all, like as women, like go to the place <laughs> where like other women are in the audience not like uh like hating themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Yeah. That's that's kinda crazy. It's a while and we try it out, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I mean every I single time. That's like, <laughs> every time after we like watch something we're like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. like just like so over it. Mm-hmm. So like the Nia Jack stuff, like watching that yeah. just made us Yup. So sad. I feel like 90% of me watching wrestling with them is like, I swear to God, this person used to be really good. I swear. I swear, I promise. It was was you. But that's so interesting because, like, I did notice that when I was uh, watching some of Manami's stuff, too. There were so many women in the audience that were really engaged with it and, like, cheering. And that's so cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's also interesting because of Japanese culture in general, uh, how it is. It's just... Maybe this is something to digest later, but like Japanese culture in general, like women are, for instance, like their birth <laughs> rate is going down because people are working more. And so I do think there is a kind of like boys club that they're all trying to get into. And I wonder if that sure. has something to do with it or um, yeah, that's just from my experience of like going there. I but can see some sort of element of that. I think sure. it's super, that culture is so fascinating in that way. And so I mean, like, like even for working too, like, I mean, we've seen WWE, like a lot of times, like they'll take like a woman who is a fitness model yeah, or yeah. a, you know, insert whatever yeah. outside of field here and try to make her into a wrestler. And yeah. what we've seen from that is horrible things. I mean, shout out to the Bellas, but like, you know, Botchamania, mm-hmm. back to safe working or whatever. But in Japan, like the women are in specifically stardom which is the top one whatever with Kyrie Zane and Asuka and those mm. people it's like they are trained to be not like women's wrestlers like they call it Joshi wrestling or whatever for women's pro wrestling but like they're trained to be like wrestlers yeah, yeah. Like, mm. not like gimmicks or yeah. Yeah, models to totally walk out yeah well should we get into our book report yeah, yeah. <laughs> book report <laughs> I really yeah. loved that uh, she's called the flying angel it's interesting considering the outfit, isn't it? Yeah, which I do want to get into. She's, yes. So she was born on March 2nd, 1971. She's a Pisces, guys. Some of my very Pisces. favorite people. This is the day before my sister's birthday. Lovely. Not here, good date. In mm. um, Masuda, Japan, she made her professional wrestling debut in 1987 when she was 15. Wow. Nuts. And she said she was really shy before she started wrestling. Um, <laughs> that's cute. Which I also love. I'm a shy person, but I don't think at this point I'm going to start wrestling. So I don't know. <laughs> you Maybe should. I would love that more than anything I know. else. Yeah. I would... I'm the least athletic person I have personally ever met in my life, other than perhaps The Undertaker. Well, I haven't met him. <laughs> um, if you met him, I'd be really pissed if you're just telling us right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, do, how do we get some long nipples without you bringing yeah. up? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, met right. The Undertaker. Um, I did really love that when she um, she made her big break was in uh, 1989 with Mima Shimoda as the Tokyo Sweethearts. Oh, I love yeah. that. You, that's the best. Right I, I squealed when I read that on Wikipedia. And I actually seems like a fun band. <laughs> it's so fun. There was like a bunch of tag team names scattered throughout this Wikipedia entry that were not connected to anything. That yeah. like, she could have been a new like, and then they listed a bunch of things, and I was like, what? And there was no links anywhere, but they were all as fun as Tokyo Sweethearts. Mm. But I did actually pull a block of text from Wikipedia because it's just really good. Um, so this bout in 1989 had all the basic ingredients that made Toyota a star, including flashy moves, fast and frequent tags, double team moves, and a long series of dramatic near falls. Yeah. Mm. When the bout was released as part of a four-hour commercial tape, Toyota became recognized as a wrestler to watch. Mm. 
Wow. It was very hard to find um, images of her from the 80s, so these are just like the earliest pictures I could find. Yeah. And Go I mean, on. too, like a lot of her popularity and like her classic matches came between like the early 90s to like mid 90s, too, so like most of the images you'll probably mm -hmm. find. Mm -hmm. from yeah, they're all. Book is nuts. Isn't how it? would you? I want to hear how you described it because you you sourced them, right? So I yeah. So it reminded me a lot of some of the stuff we're seeing now, actually. Yeah. Only mm -hmm. it's it's weirdly more covered up than you might expect. So mm. it's kind of a one piece with almost like a, a choker um, and a bunch of straps running along it. And there's a few different versions. I have three pictures mm -hmm. here. We might just post a slide so y'all can see them. But like. They're slightly different strap configurations, but there's like a real uh, punk dominatrix vibe yeah, to it, yeah. um, which is so funny because that doesn't seem to particularly mesh with what I like. Heard, <laughs> no, read about exactly. Her Where it's like yeah. a flying angel, a sweetheart, but this is her costuming is super. It looks like she got tangled in different parts of a spider web. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It also has a gymnast thing a little bit too. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah well, it her singlets sure. that you see more in like the, the gifts and stuff are. It's very much straightforward athletic apparel that looks very comfortable to wrestle yeah. in. Yeah. So maybe this is just more for her photo no, shoots. And that's, a, and that's a lot of the uh, All Japan pro wrestling in the day, too. Like, it wasn't, like, flashy costumes or whatever. I mean, like, Asia Kong has had her entire face painted. <laughs> yeah, whatever, I saw that one. Like, yeah. The costumes weren't, like, too, too crazy. But she does have, like, a really crazy, like, shimmery sort of thing that she would take out for, like, a Tokyo Dome or, like, one of their big... WrestleMania sort yeah. of style mm -hmm. matches or whatever. Yeah. I also have to point out her hair is beautifully shiny, but she I has know. the really funny nineties wispy bangs. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt, right? Oh yeah. They're so wispy and so like barrel curled. Yeah. Yeah, that hair versus hair match should have been a Pantene commercial for oh. sure. It was <laughs> like hair is so beautiful. Well, because like also I feel like they stepped up the hairography a lot in they that did. match too. Yeah, they to kept hair was crazy. Yeah, they kept hitting like this at points. So I was like, wow. Wow. Um, well, anyway, so Minami won her first title in November 1989, the AJW Championship, and then began a rivalry with Toshio Yamada in the early 90s, and their styles were a great contrast to each other. Um, do you know anything about this? Do you know yeah, why? no, because like Toshio's oh, more of like you? a tomboy, like that was her sort of bag, and then Manami was the cute, like beautiful. Again, that's so one of the weird look. with yeah. the like gothy look. I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they also rec uh, occasionally reckon eh, wrestled as a tag team, but there was some friction. Nailed so that it. was the hair versus hair thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Okay, uh, so from this great Reddit piece, we will link in the show notes. Oh, thank you, Reddit. They helped me so much in this one. <laughs> yes. Toyota won the match, but she had gained so much respect for Yamada through the storyline that she didn't want Yamada to lose her hair. Toyota tried to fight off the barber and had to be restrained by four or five young girls. What? Yep. <laughs> yes. What were the young girls? All right, sorry. While Yamada did the honorable thing and tearfully allowed her head to be shaved. They continued on as a tag team after that. Yeah. What? Where did the young girls come from? So, like in Japanese wrestling, or Mike, yeah. So in Japanese wrestling, uh, I think that also kind of plays into the feeling of it being more real instead of like hokey or like you know kayfabe or whatever. Is that there's a lot of like technicians and ring operator like operator people and people who were there to like clean up the ring and like mm. photographers, like that sort of thing. So like in all Japan too, they had like their sort of like ring aids. Mm. Sort of thing. Oh my gosh! And they were like, it, but they they're were, like, they're like when uh, Queen, it's like the servant girls. You know what it's oh, called? Oh yes. Um, There's no way. They're ladies. They're ladies in waiting. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm 
so much pressure. Oh, I know, but yeah. I knew it. Shout. They're all named Bess. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and a lot of times, too, the, uh, the, the ring aides are, like, up-and-coming wrestlers, too. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it helps them get experience. Cool. Awesome. Christina, I thought you would like the... Kind of like a jobber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I do. I like of. her. Young Lions is what they call them in, like, Japan. Oh, oh yeah. I, Young Lions? Okay. okay. Oh, I've heard that kinda, phrase. Yeah, because Young Lions is, like, if you see the guys in, the, like, the diapers that are just black and everything's, like, their boots are black and their yeah. whatever is black and they don't get any gimmick at all, but, like, they're great in Japan, it's a Young Lion. So it's, like, okay. a young wrestler who's training still, so mm-hmm. he's not allowed to have an identity yet. Oh, wow. And then once he builds up enough, like... Like, you know, respect in locker room and matches or whatever, then he'll be allowed to come up with his own. Wow. That's, That's actually really cool. That's very, very yeah. cool. So when you see gimmicks in Japan, it's that other thing of like, it's with the promotion. They've been stuff. respected and like have they, built up. They care about the characters they make. Wow. Uh, wait, so you said Young Alliance or Young, young Lions? Lion. Lion. Young Lion. Like, brow. Like, That's fucking very cool. cool. Yeah, I thought I misheard you. But yes, I do love this look in the center. I distracted you by pointing out the shredded tea that... The shredded tea! Yes, this is a fun look. That, the Young Lion thing, I'm not... I'm, this is great. Look, I'm going to get you guys into New Japan. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're slowly yeah. doing it. Look, all great. Japan is great, too, for like watching like old school matches or whatever, but like, look. Yeah. Guys. And then um, the far right, I just, I don't... Like, what the hell? Again, yeah. <laughs> what she is wearing does not at all match up with how her her persona is. It's very perfect. interesting. It looks Mad like Max. a natty look. It does. It does. Like natty You're look. right. It's yeah. the ruffled thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you get, and also for uh, Natalia and other, like, really good workers, like Sasha and whatever, like, Manami and All Japan, like, female pro wrestling is, like, the thing. Like, Bull, mm-hmm. Bull Nakamura, right? Bull Nakano? Uh, Nakano? Nagata, I think. Nagata, yeah, yeah. Bulnagata, um, and Aja Kong and Manami, like that's all all Japan. So uh-huh. basically, if you've seen a woman wrestler like a Bailey or a, anyone who works there, that the ones who they went back to study were them. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So Manami wrestled solo and in tag teams until August 2007, winning a lot of titles along the way. She took a year off around 2007, but came back. And in September 2010, Manami made her United States debut wrestling with the Chikara promotion. She kept wrestling until November 2017. Wow. And she went out with a special show in which she wrestled a series of one-minute matches. Extremely rad. (laughs) (laughs) Dave Meltzer called her one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, regardless of gender. And she's also the only woman to have competed in 14 matches that were given a five-star rating by the Wrestling Observer. Wow. A crazy Minami Toyota stat is I think she has had the most five-star matches in a day. Wow. Yeah. In a single day, she either had two or three. Wow. And something where it's like, it's not, and I don't know if you guys know about the... Star no, that's what I was about to ask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Dave Meltzer is a like really respected wrestling journalist. Uh, he runs this thing called the Wrestling Observer, um, which it's one of those where it's like he's the most respected because out of all the carny people, he's like the least carny. <laughs> so like you can kind of like he's the carny with all his teeth. Y- yeah. No. Essentially, like he he plays the game and he's respected by the locker room, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, at the same time, like he kind of knows the game so they still give him information so um but he's been watching wrestling for 30 plus four years Mm -hmm. so he's almost seen like almost every match so he has a star rating system which is super controversial 
because obviously the moment that like you rate anything, everyone's like, yeah, that show's got me, and, you know, and all that type, sort of thing. So he kind of has the, he, he's the barometer mm. for uh, like match uh, quality. And for the most part, he's pretty, he's pretty accurate. Yeah. He broke my goddamn heart. No, what was it? What was uh, it? My first year in Los Angeles, I went to I went to Bola by myself when it was still at the American Legion Hall. Oh, I love and Bola. so the big main event was going to be the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, the Elite. It was like Kenny's first time in the U.S. Sick. And it was like during the the show they broke the ring. Uh, like I think it was like Jeff Cobb and I forget who. Like they broke, they straight up broke the ring. The top rope was wobbling, and they still put on this like incredible match with like literally the the top rope being like spaghetti. Oh my Mike, I think I was at that. Were you really? Was that the same one that Walter, Walter and Keith Lee? Yeah, we like we like like <laughs> no, screamed for like a cool like five minutes. Keith Lee and Walter back and forth. Oh wait, no, it was Donovan uh, Dijak, right? Where they were like uh, oh, they maybe were the monster. Maybe it was the then. same tournament. I remember the rope breaking. So I know y'all. That would have been nuts. We might have. We might have been the same. One. Yeah. No, was it Bola? It was Bola for sure. Because I got a picture with Dave Meltzer there, which is like a weird thing for. But it's like, <laughs> I'm a writer. Like I'm like, oh, journalist. Let me yep. get a picture with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. Like these people don't matter. This one does. Yeah. This one right yeah, here. Forget all the people who are like on television. Yeah. Like, the, the person who writes the articles. Yeah, yeah. The real hero. Here. Yep. Yes. And so I had such a great time, and I was like, God, this that match was so amazing. And then I yeah. went home, and I couldn't wait to listen to the Wrestling Observer Radio and he just like shit all over the match yes. it was like Aww. you know like they just wanted to cheer for Kenny Omega because he was there and they don't get to see him and I was like fuck you they wrestled yes. with a broken ring you psycho yes. so, so, so Mike just voiced Dave Meltzer every, ever since. he just voiced every angry wrestling fan on Twitter at Dave Meltzer ever like yep. he nailed it right there just like going home being like I wonder what Dave thought about this match you're wrong yeah, like, it's a lot of that so but 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 uh, as far as technical wrestling goes like that's what his star rating is okay. for you uh -huh. know like if yeah. it's something like Braun Strowman like uh, 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 lifting a, a garbage truck onto a person in the we middle of the match that. or whatever it mm -hmm. won't get a high star rating but he'll at least comment and be like this was entertaining but yeah. like it's not like a good yeah like this isn't good wrestling yeah. but it was cool to see a man lift a truck yeah. so but yeah. wrestlers care about his rating system a lot mm -hmm. because it's been the kind of only once again, from carnival people, yeah. it's been the only constant sort of of like quality yeah. for forever. And Manami had two or three in a day, which is what ungodly. When, what happens when Dave dies? Uh, well, fuck. Is there? Is it like the Dalai Lama? We oh, are, I was no, it's, a different direction. I don't know how to describe it except for like. Does his laptop just appear at someone's doorstep? <laughs> it's like you are the new one. Would hope that's kind actually. of a giver. Yeah, Brian Alvarez just take the. Oh my God, no! Oh, not wow, Brian. Wow, you just clutched your chest like yeah. It's the issue with wrestling fans is like this. Like okay, so like AEW is happening, which is like super dope. So yeah. like I don't know if you guys talked about like the demographics that like came out for AEW or like New We're Japan. We're very excited about it. But, but like essentially, there's like there's not a uh, WWE. WWE fans aren't AEW fans. Mm. So the people who have been fans of wrestling forever and have watched consistently enough to comment and call in and be like the worst have been watching this thing, but AEW and New Japan like are us, like yeah. women, yeah. people of color, like yeah. that sort of thing or whatever. Dave, unlike all of the other old men who are in wrestling, uh, seems to be a person. 
Yeah. <laughs> like uh, like uh, empathetic human, like when like a like a like when the page thing happened, the page yeah. leak and stuff happened. He was the one who was just like, "That's ridiculous," and so, so blah, blah, blah. as opposed to like another wrestling podcast that might be like, "Wow, did you see that?" You know, it's it, it's one of those. Yeah. So it was like. Hopefully Dave never dies. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, ever because it's just like he You just got so stressed out by it, that. It's the wild, wild west. I don't know if you guys have watched like Dark Side of the Ring or Yes. It made me very sad. Oh man. It's the uh, Vice Land uh, documentary about the the dark first side Katie of the Katie couldn't be more excited. Christina, oh. first up is about your guy. The the Alistair? Um, the stab the guy got uh Bruiser Brody. Oh, Brody. Bruiser Brody. Brody. Yeah. Oh, my God. oh yeah. Dark dramatic side of the ring. And it's all Hold people on. in silhouette. The most research oh, I've ever done. Katie, look. Well, here's the thing. It's like, gonna scare you, Katie. In my friend group, we have a kind of saying called like "Google it and get sad" when we talk about wrestling, because like usually, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's like, <laughs> like the thing that always happens. But perfect. the dark side of the ring, it kind of goes into like Randy Savage and his relationship with his ex. It goes into the Von Erichs because you know there's one of them that survived out of the five brothers who were the wrestlers in that family. Oh. Yeah, no, it's so wrestling is um, cool. wildly problematic. Yeah. And, comes all these things especially when it comes to treatment of women and stuff like that but Dave is like from the bay so like he's just more progressive mm. and he's friends with the young bucks and like PWG and like you know like that sort of energy yeah. mm -hmm. so it's like you kind of side with him as like a liberal wrestling fan just a little bit because you're just like oh but like you're not like a neck bearded like yeah you know person yeah yeah, yeah well, unless he's talking about Carmella unless he's talking about Carmella yes <laughs> oh doesn't, yeah. He broke my goddamn heart. Look, guys, like, look, look, guys. Yeah. Triple H is at an eight, all right? Like, <laughs> Let's go on higher. somewhere yeah. like a 1.52. That's pretty good. That is, that's excellent. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I think that's the same as like a normal man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> or woman. I do have one question. Um, I'll ask afterwards, actually. Are we? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like this this photo of her with all the streamers. It looks yeah. like entrails. Yes. Big fan. Yeah. We what? Who is it that you covered that they did um, the celebratory streamers for when they're oh. match? They were also Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The gold, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's the rainmaker? Why am I blanking on that? Okada. Okada. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Streamers, by and large, seem to be a, a much more important yeah. thing in Japanese wrestling, which that's awesome. I'm inclined to really like because like the sheer it. volume of streamers in this photograph we have of Minari. Yeah. It's like, you can't see the floor. I just want to see the person and, like, clean oh, it yeah, up. Oh, yeah, no. Well, no, it's, no well, that's the team. And, then, like, you see them, like, because it's before the match. So, like, usually, oh. typically. Young Lions, that's who does it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's them. Lions? They're, like, they're, like, wow. scraping them up and, like, trying to get it out there, like, as fast as, wow. uh, Young Lions possible. But it's, like, Young. a very much, like, based off of how much they love you sort of like yeah. thing. And, they, and you, you see it in Ring of Honor and like that all the time now too, but it's like a very like wrestling, like we love you. That's like, awesome. That's really I fun. I like that a lot. There should be more streamers in general. Also, I, I found one picture of her in uh, a robe. She, you can see in some of the videos too. I think we're gonna link all the videos that you sent us in the oh, show notes. Dope, dope. When she enters, she often wears really beautiful like robes over. Yeah. She has a bit sequence. of a Ric Flair. Yeah. Situation, and I mean they do that a lot too. Um, you'll see like 
like Wrestle Kingdom and like even in all Japan, like the, it, it matters that entrance part not as much as the WWE style where it's like you know. Yeah, she went slow. She goes like slow and is like appreciated as she's yeah, walking. Like, look through. at me. Like, yeah. I'm cool. like really good at this. I would just like yeah. to say this. I li- I like this look, but it reminds me of like a saloon madam. <laughs> well, she's kind of holding it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. 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 No, it's, it's like, yes. like a skirt of it looks. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. Oh, it's, like it's got that. That's not a dig. I like it. Into the yeah. Badlands kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just so much fabric. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. That's really what it is, where you're like, damn. Just use yeah, that's a heavy. little buffalo here. Yeah. Um, well, great. Thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. This is our final thoughts. It's uh. It's, it's I don't know what to call it anymore. Dean and a dog. I love that. Dean and a dog. Do we know Dean anything about the dog, dog. Mike? Wow. Is it uh, I think it's from Renee Young's uh, Instagram story, so oh, I believe Renee. that's their dog. Oh, what a wow. sweet puppy! It's a bulldog. I like his face. Mm-hmm. Both, so both, both, people both faces. Yeah. Say, no, Dean uh, looks so happy. He's wearing a quarter zip. Is there anything that you'd like to say before we like shut out? I mean, we like we didn't get to talk even half as much. I feel like okay. you had so much. I do have one question. Yeah. What kept you going watching wrestling all through the years? Yeah. Because I mean, I know it is so problematic, and like we agree a hundred percent. But like, how did you keep? How did you keep the engine running? You I know. Mean, here's the thing. How um, did you burn out? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as as you guys know, like just being a like minority in America, like you mm-hmm. just kind of get like. You can't really enjoy it much if Absolutely, you yeah. kind of look at everything from the, like the correct lens, you know, sort of thing. But for me, with wrestling, it was they would have a like nation of domination, like they would have a Farouk and a Ron Simmons, and like the Rock was around, yeah. sort of thing. So like there was that and the excitement and. Even when I was a kid, like in the early two thousands, like dumb shit, like the 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 King the, Booker, King Booker, yeah, yeah, Booker T, like yeah, doing the spin of Rooney, and like there were there were characters that I could like actually see yeah. for myself, and like even no matter how they were treated, like there were just always like characters. Sort Absolutely, of yeah. and like with the Hardy Boys, like for me as a kid, like with Lita, it was just always like a spectacle sort of thing. Yeah, I dropped out of watching wrestling. Right when I wanted to like start talking to girls, I think <laughs> that's yeah. That I was sense. gonna say yeah. yeah. Well, he went. He did he went college. <laughs> yeah, I took my first girlfriend ever to a, a show in Rosemont, <laughs> Illinois. So. We're just so legit. Like that's like super you're weird. jealous, aren't you? You're like, I wish I could have taken. Yeah, a I wish I could have tricked a girl into going to a wrestling match for a date when I was like, yeah, for sure. Tricked a girl. Oh, you kidding me? Yeah, no, no, no. It takes love to get like a girl who's not interested in wrestling to go to an actual like match, like legitimate, yes. like love. Where you have to like talk yes. about like, yeah, they're gonna be like wet with oil <laughs> on the ladies don't you want yes. that <laughs> um but yeah no I, I stopped watching when i was like started getting more into um girls and then i picked it up again closer to college when they had like tough enough and like i love like stupid terrible reality shows so like yeah. total divas and like uh, all of that was like oh, right in my so alley because yep. it's ridiculous it's it's perfect the way it is type of stuff like that mm-hmm. so everything basically outside of it's like being a Star Wars fan. Like everything outside of the actual yeah. product is why I stayed in it. Mm-hmm. Because like when I started getting in, once I started like with Japanese wrestling and like uh, Indies and uh, Bola and Ring of Honor, you start having all these different places. You can lucha yeah. underground even like you can go to 
watch it. So basically, other other places. Yeah. Yeah, like like anywhere, you know, yeah. like. And then the NXT kind of brought it back of playing like, okay, yeah. we're doing a little There's, bit better. I don't know if you guys have the network. Do you guys have the, the I, I network? have his on my PS4, oh, yeah. We've, this, we've, we've siphoned it a little. Yeah. Look, this is my last pitch to get you guys to New Japan. Watch Jerry Springer's uh, Too Hot for TV uh, special on the WWE Network. Watch that. Then I guarantee you guys will watch New Japan. Like, because like, we'll be done with WWE entirely. <laughs> it's oh, so problematic. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we know oh, it's no. problematic. I mean, I covered Lita. Like, yeah, we know. It's and Trish it's Stratus. It's all of it in a special. Oh no. <laughs> to the point where, like, as a, as a very woke, is it the weird spanking? Person, is that yeah. where the spanking went down? Anything that you can think of is in this special. Wow. It's it's the one where well, I'm just like. Y'all uploaded this still? Like, knowing wow. that people have the internet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Well, yeah, you said Jerry Springer. That just right there already is like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. All right. But that's the one. If you ever want to... That's fair. If you ever want to be like, I don't know, like, if I have the time to start New Japan, watch that. We'll make time. And yeah, we will. And you'll be like, no, no, we'll find time to watch some... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Um, all right, so... This is the end of this episode. Yeah. It was great. Uh, if you want to see some of the looks we're talking about, you can follow us on Instagram at KFAB Podcast, K A Y F A B Podcast. Or if you want to recommend a wrestler for us to review, it's on Twitter. Let yeah. us know how you like the episode. Xavier, do you want to plug anything? Um, What can I plug? Oh, fuck. You, do you edit Your this? social media? Anything? Oh, yeah, social media. Yes. Yeah. So follow yeah. me on Instagram at Darkskin Champagne Poppy, all one word. <laughs> Lowercase, um, <laughs> and on Twitter at, at Xavier Styles. Uh, on Twitter, there's an article on there about me writing on the Buffy reboot that you should, or not writing, but working on the Buffy reboot that you should read about me. Yes, yay! Um, Very excited for you. That's can't think of anything else. The best. Yeah. Uh, also, great. look out for stuff that he makes because he's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you so much for coming Thank on. Thank you so much. I hope you come back. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.